Welcome to New Hope Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast or other resources, please visit newhoperock.org. That's newhoperoc.org. Good morning. (laughs) It's good to be here. This is exciting. Um, We hope that you are home enjoying a good cup of coffee. Um, You know, maybe you're home in your pajamas. Who knows? We actually have a few people here that are in their pajamas watching us. We're not going to turn the camera around on them. We promised not to do that. Um, But it's true. So I hope you're having a good time wherever you are, home, in groups, or in your house by yourself. Um, We feel the presence of God here. Um, We have just enough people here to not push us over the edge of uh, unwise, but enough here to feel some support from friends and people who are here worshiping with us. So we've had a good morning already, so it's been really good. I am so grateful for technology that allows us to be able to connect. Um, I'm like profoundly thankful like that we can do this and that you can be blessed wherever you're at. Um, You know, the Bible says that where two or three are gathered, it doesn't say two or three hundred. It doesn't have to be. It can be two or three. So if you're home and you're with yourself, you're your spouse or your friends or whatever, um, God's presence is there. And you're connected to us and you're connected to what we're doing here this morning. So uh, we just hope you're blessed. Um, It's all good. so. So I am Joy Hogan. This is Steve Hogan. We're the senior pastors here at New Hope Community Church. There may be some joining us who um, are here for the first time. So if you're here, welcome. welcome. We're excited to have you. It's been, you know, a crazy week. Crazy week. Yes. We've made uh, several of the um, famous Wegmans runs to try to keep things, keep things going at home, to feed our four kiddos and ourselves. And uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, the past week, Steve was visiting a client out somewhere far out, an hour or so away. And uh, him and his coworker had decided they were going to stop at this little podunk grocery store while they're out there because the, you know just see what they've got, right? Sometimes the little the little stores are the ones that have the most. Uh, so he called me and said, "I'm going to stop at this store." And I said, "Okay. I mean, we're pretty good. I think we got everything we need." But he's like, "No, no, no. I'm going to go in there." So you just text me and tell me what you need. We didn't really need anything, um, but he felt compelled to go in. And then he called me from the store. I was working, and he was like, so I'm here. I'm at the store. There's some really good cupcakes that look really good. Should I get them? And I'm like, no, we don't don't need to go. (laughs) And then he's like, well, there's cookies. These cookies look great. Should I get these cookies? I was like, no, Steve, really. It's so funny. I, I hate to make a generalization, but... You know, you don't usually send the men out to the store to go pick up the goods that you need those in things, crisis. Though. We need those <laughs> to get us through this time. Oh my time. goodness, yeah. So we didn't get the cupcakes. You'd be proud of us. However, last night I did go out to Wegmans with two of my kids who were trying really hard to convince me that they needed peanut butter chocolate chips and frosting just to help them feel more at home during the coronavirus. It would be really helpful, Mom, if we got these peanut butter chocolate chips. It was like, there was a lot of finagling going on at Wegmans yesterday. But we made it out, we made it out luckily. I had an idea that I thought maybe I should tie a rope to myself and tie a rope to one of my kids, just, you know, in case somebody gets lost in there, you can drag them out, you know, like, doesn't that happen in, like, 
you know, survival situations, but I thought probably we might like clothesline people along the way while we're making our way through Wegmans, which probably wouldn't be a good idea. But we made it. We made it. I know it's been hairy out there, so we got this, guys. We got this. We can do it. One of the things, you know, we're not just here to give you just spiritual advice. There's practical advice, too. And uh, Beth Bowles was sharing with me this morning that she's been working really hard to not touch her face. You know that that's important, right? So, so this is my charge to you this morning while you're listening throughout the rest of this time. Don't touch your face. It's going to be something we're all going to practice together. <laughs> it's really hard. If you see me touch my face, call me out. We're going to practice that together. We might as well just do something practical, too, while we're, while we're gaining God's perspective on this time. <laughs> yeah, it's good, though. In the midst of all of this, you know, we're joking. I mean, actually, before I go on, I do have to read this. This was, like, I think my favorite meme that I saw so far. Uh, quarantine day one, I have enough food to last me weeks. Quarantine day two, I have eaten all of my food, including the toilet paper. I <laughs> thought that was good. <laughs> Everyone can relate to that right now. So, but in the midst of this time, God is doing really good things in our community. So we had, uh, if you're part of New Hope, we went through Breakthrough Sunday four weeks ago today. Um, this is a, a time where we gear up, we lay out things before the Lord that we're believing for, we kind of join arms in a collective community, we stand in faith uh, for what uh, things that we're believing to see, we want to see God do in our lives, maybe in our relationships, in our job, whatever, putting those things down on paper and believing for them. We've had tons of testimonies of people coming up to us, uh, emails and things, and we had testimonies before we even did Breakthrough Sunday, just in anticipation of that. So, um, so keep the share. testimonies Can I coming. I share one of them? Oh, yeah. I share one of the testimonies. Somebody came up to us a few weeks ago. You know who you are. Um, you know, one of the things that we had recognized when we were going through this breakthrough Sunday was um, God was revealing to us as a community that he's working behind the scenes before we even know what we need. Um, and someone had shared with me that um, someone had approached him to let him know that there was a job opportunity. Um, and he wasn't looking for a job. He had a job that he was really happy with. and uh, But he thought, hey, I might as well just, you know, check out this opportunity. So went along with it, went through an interview, was offered a job, um, and ended up taking his job, taking the new job, and then went back to his current job uh, to let them know that he was going to be leaving. And his boss said to him, well, that's a really good thing because we were actually going to lay you off this week. <laughs> God's working behind the scenes doing things that we don't even know that we need. Um, so breakthrough testimonies, awesome. they're pretty awesome. God knows what we need. He's supernatural God. He's way ahead of us in our journey, which is so good. Yeah. Um, we had yesterday here in this building Healing 101 workshop. Uh, we were under the 50 rule, but we had a group of people that came together. Uh, this was a time of teaching, uh, for healing, of impartation. Of, and the best part about it wasn't, wasn't us doing the teaching. It was John Lampanero and leaders that are out among the people that have a passion for this and that are, really have been going after this with God. So I want to thank you all very much uh, for that. And I'm so, I, I, it's not an accident that God had put this on our hearts months ago and you guys have been praying into it and believing into it. And yesterday we were here, you know, people getting equipped and, and praying for the sick, healing the sick, believing for prayer and for supernatural healing. So that is awesome. God is steps ahead of us here. 
Uh, our prayer teams this morning just want to thank you. As John said earlier, we know you would be here if you could. For those of you who don't know, we have prayer teams that gather. We fill up rooms in this facility with people praying for the morning, praying for what God wants to do. We love you all. We thank you for wherever you're at. I know you're gathering in places today, uh, but we're thinking of you. We feel your prayers, believe me. Um, and I want to thank our staff for everything this week and just jumping in, jumping through whatever was needed to do so that we could be here today and do this. Uh, our media teams, our worship teams, our pastoral care teams who are out there checking on people and even some of the elderly in our church to make sure that they're connected. If they're not on Facebook, are they doing okay? So thank you very much for watching over the people with us. Life group leaders, uh, same thing. Thank you for watching over your flock, for pastoring your people well during this time, making sure people have what they need. Uh, that's so great. Overall, I mean, we were saying last night, we are so pleased at the level of working together that we're seeing in our region. I mean, I'm very encouraged when I look at the church and how people are working together, coming together in this time. Uh, I know, yeah, there's still some crazy buying behavior, <laughs> so um, that hopefully will settle down, but uh, I'm very encouraged to see the churches working together, people working together. Uh, it's just, it's very good. Um, if you're out there and you're in our church community, or even not, and you're listening to this, if you need help, we want you to be able to get help. If we can't get to you, um, please email the church. It's admin at newhopecom.org admin at newhopecom.org. Just send us an email. We're monitoring that literally like all the time. We will make sure your needs get met. We want to work to help you. So, uh, so please let us know. Um, we just have a few things that we wanted to share this morning that were on our hearts. Obviously, there's a lot of messages out there right now. Everybody's saying, you know, hey, you know, do this, don't do this. There's a few things that we felt from the Lord to, to share um, but I think here's the thing, is that we have such an opportunity before us to operate either out of a place of fear or out of a place of peace and rest, right? I mean, we all have a choice on how we're going to respond, out of fear or we choose the way of peace. Um, we, there's a lot happening behind the scenes right now. In the midst of it all, though, we feel God's presence, we feel his peace. I want to encourage you that you can feel his presence and his peace, and it's available to all who ask. Um, and we literally, it's something you supernaturally can step right into. You know, there's great planning and all this stuff and preparation, but the peace of God is available. So we, we have to make a choice of how we're going to react. Um, one of the things that John Lepinero had shared with us last night that I felt like was so meaningful was going into Wegmans or being out in society where you get this sense of franticness and fear that you might come under it when you're out in places like that. And he had said walking into Wegmans that he had just stopped and said, God, I just make a choice right now to not enter in to the fear and the franticness and the panic. Um, and just, you know, really take those opportunities when you're going out into society to just stop recognize that you have authority over those types of things and that you don't have to get caught up in it. You have a choice not to. Um, and God's right there with us to support us and, and love us through it as we just make those choices to not get caught up in the franticness. I feel frantic when I'm out. I, like, I need chips and dip. Oh, my gosh. Like, what if chips run out? I mean, I love chips and dip. I love sugar cookies. I mean... Yeah, so, we're going to be rolling you know. out of these four weeks. No, no we're going <laughs> right. to exercise. I'm going to probably put on about five or ten pounds <laughs> gonna... during this crisis. So. 
Um, yeah. oh, brother. So here's the thing. Planning and preparation doesn't have to come from a place of fear. Right. Right. Planning is wisdom. So we encourage you, plan, go for stuff, get stuff you need, take care of your family, take care of your loved ones. But when fear gets involved, our preparation starts to look like chaos. Yeah. So we don't need to let fear in there. Um, we're, you know, we have enough to focus on here in this time. Walk in peace, make wise decisions. We serve Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. Right. I mean, Jesus is just going to be fully manifested through us in this time, is our prayer, is the Prince of Peace over our lives, over our region, over your household. I mean, that's what we want to be praying for. Um, I want to read this. If you have your Bibles, you can open it with me. Uh, I'm going to read it. Romans 14, 17 through 19. We know this scripture, but the Lord's just really speaking to uh, this, using this to speak to me. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, I will preface that and say, enjoy a nice glass of wine at home with your loved one during this time. You can eat and have a great drink uh, and love God and enjoy this time. But the kingdom of God isn't about that. It's about righteousness and peace and joy. Uh, For he who in this way serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then we pursue the things which make for peace in the building up of one another. I love that last line. So then we pursue the things which make for peace in the building up of each other. So what that means is that we go after the things that make for peace and to see others built up, encouraged, and strengthened in this time. So that's our heart, is that it's not just about ourselves or anything, but our hearts are open to to go after peace, to make it easier for officials in this time, to do things that build up each other and see other people strengthened. So just a few practical things I just wanted to mention along those lines Um, I saw someone post this yesterday. I love this. Help, don't hoard. Help others. Don't hoard for yourselves. You know, it's, I, you know, a lot of our society, we're we're kind of into just this hoarding, ridiculousness. Helping, um, hoarding comes from a poverty mindset and it will never satisfy us. You can sit home with a stockpile of stuff and you're going to be fearful still. But when you have a wealth mindset, which is a kingdom mindset, and you're looking out over the vastness and saying, how are people doing? Do we have what we need? Are our families taken care of? How can I pick up some other things for other people during this time to make it easier for each other? That's a wealth mindset. It's looking out over this society and people and the people that God has connected us with and given us to pastor and lead. How is everybody doing, right? Hoarding makes us more miserable and fearful. All you have to do is stand in a line at Walmart with 100 people in it, and you'll see that. So um, we don't want to do that. So we want to work with government officials as they work to contain this. You know, it's not a lack of faith to work with society as we're looking because, you know, it's not just about ourselves and what we want to do. We're working together with people to slow the spread of this thing. And neither of us are fearful of it, but it's other people in society who are going to be more impacted than us. So let's do our part to help and make it easier and ease the burden. Uh, This one, Joy and I were talking about last night. Let's show our kids what it's like in a crisis. 
We don't have a lot of crises in this day and age. I mean, we had a 2008 financial crisis. A lot of our kids weren't even born, have no idea. It wouldn't even have impacted them much. Our 401ks went way down. But, you know, other than that, there wasn't a big, you know, necessarily a big uh, effect on the rest of the family. Uh, we go back to 9-11, that was a big thing for us. But this was a bigger thing for society, and everybody's impacted. Um, we had a great example of one of uh, my daughter's fourth grade elementary teacher here at Fairbanks Road School, Miss Ochoni, got all of the kids in her fourth grade on Friday morning, didn't know it was going to be the last day of school. You know, kids had been a little bit fearful, had been, you know, it was a lot for kids to be processing all week. And she did a dance party in the elementary school, had the kids up and dancing. My daughter Juliana was in it. Uh, they were dancing, and then they went out in the hall and got all the other fourth graders out dancing in the halls. I mean, I thought it was one of the best examples of leadership I've heard in this crisis, to take your platform, whatever God's given you, and make a difference. Bring a little levity, lighten up the air a little bit. Right? They were having like a great time. I don't know what they were singing, but they were dancing and singing and th through the whole school. And I thought that was so cool. Um, you know, we don't want to see our, have our kids see us running around in a frenzy, but continue to laugh, have fun, make good meals, have fun small gatherings, continue growing in God during this time. Show your children that we can all pull together and look out for one another. Um, and that, uh, you know, our trust isn't in when I can go to Wegmans, our trust is in God. He's going to provide. Yeah. So it's really good. Um, you want to talk about the ice storm? Yeah, we were talking about the ice storm of 1991 here in Rochester. There was, you know, an ice storm that impacted the whole community and school was shut down for a week or more. And, you know, many of us who were younger at that point in time remember back to those times with family. And it, Steve still laughs about the fact that since the freezer was off because there was no electric, his grandmother had to use up all of the meat and they had like this enormous... A buffet of food. Um, a, like the 91 ice storm was like the right. best memories of my life. Right. We had the best meals, you know, people Slumber parties in the their, living room oh, with yeah. your whole family. You made the best of it, you know. Uh, I, I remember watching ice falling from the yeah, trees. You playing, know, outside, like <laughs> playing outside with my yeah. brothers and sisters. You know, these are opportunities to pull together as family, to pull together really in community. I've already seen so much community coming together, even with schools being canceled. There's people who need childcare and people who are just offering free childcare to support people who are going back to work. You know, these types of things is what pulls community together. And that's the beauty of uh, what is happening here is families and communities being pulled in closer, you know, just bringing a pause. There's a pause to life that we have not experienced before. And there's something to be said about the beauty of a pause um, to just stop and, and pull together. And really, you know, in the midst of that, rest in Jesus, rest in our relationship with him, and uh, just allow that to bring a peace to our soul. It's one of, this is one of the great opportunities for the church and the people of God to put the Prince of Peace on display for the world to see. And we get to take the lead in this, right? Uh, the church gets to set the tone on how we're going to respond. So not in a harsh way. We don't want to be harsh in our response or dismissive of what's happening, but seek to love and to serve. I pray that, that like, that's what we're all known for yeah. is 
being available to love, being available to serve, speak the truth into his situation, make declarations into the situation in prayer. We're going to do that here in a little bit. Uh, but this is really one of the great opportunities to put the Prince of Peace on display for the world to see how to actually respond in a time like this. Mike, it's drop, really your turn. <laughs> Throw your mic on the ground. No, don't do that. Um, this is an opportunity for us to come together and really ask God, what's your perspective on this? Uh, because it's really easy to get caught up in perspectives. There's so many perspectives um, that are out there, literally changing hour by hour, day by day, as we um, progress through this time. And we have an opportunity to say, God, what's your perspective? And one thing that I know for sure is that God is not panicked. And if God's not panicked, then I'm not panicked because I live in a relationship with him. And that's the perspective that we're going after this morning together as a community. Um, and each of us can go after individually in our, in our times alone with, with Jesus, just really going after God. What, how do you see this? How do you feel about this? Because I want my heart to reflect your heart. And the church should look different right now than society. Um, the opportunity that we have to, like Steve said, display the Prince of Peace should cause us to look different. But the beauty is that when we look different from society, it's not coming from a place of arrogance. It's coming from a place of humility and meeting people where they're at. A lot of people are terrified. A lot of people are feeling tremendous anxiety. It is not our job to point it out and be dismissive to everybody that we see who's doing that. I've seen so much uh, posting on Facebook from people who are so quick to just be dismissive of everybody who's panicking, dismissive of, of everyone who is afraid. But you know what? People are feeling things like this, and it's very real to them. And it's not an opportunity for us to be arrogant and dismissive of people, but instead to come alongside of them and say, I see how you're feeling. How can I help you? How can I support you? Let's be that. Let's be that church to the people around us. Um, so one of the things that we want to do this morning is really battle with Scripture. We are, we are fighting not against a flesh and blood, but against principalities of darkness, and we have a weapon in the Word of God that he's given us. Um, so we just want to take some time here to just start praying together as a community. Um, I'm going to have Ben and John Lampanero come up and join us. You want to jump on the piano? Here, I'll take that. And, uh, you know, as you're watching on, on Facebook, please just join in prayer with us. Um, this, is a, this is an opportunity to just really take this and, and battle with scripture. I, I just want to read a few scriptures um, as we start. Uh, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. I think we just should read that again. 
All right, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. This is God's charge to us. This is how he's telling us to battle, okay? Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. Jesus, make the answers known to us. Give us wisdom as we walk through this to not battle against authorities that are taking a stance, but to come alongside of them with wisdom and say, this is what God's shown us to do. This is how God has shown us to come alongside. And approaching him with gratitude, like what a thought right now. There's so little gratitude taking place right now, but it says to come before God with overflowing gratitude. So Jesus, right now, we just thank you. We thank you for who you are in us. We thank you for what you've done through us. We thank you for our health. We thank you for our bodies. We thank you for this church community, that even though we can't gather in a building, that our hearts are still connected, that you're still drawing us together to do good things together as a community. Thank you for the technology that's provided so that we can even be together online this morning. Thank you for the people who have gathered here this morning to help pull this off and make this happen. Thank you for the authorities that are taking steps to be able to protect us. Thank you for the healthcare system that's working hard on our behalf. Thank you for the stores that are working hard to provide what we need. For the workers that are showing up even if they feel scared. Thank you, God, for all the goodness that is on display right now. Thank you for all the good that you are doing. You are moving on our behalf. You're doing things that we don't even know that we need. You're working behind the scenes, and you're working right in front of our eyes. So, Jesus, we choose to see you right now. We choose to see your goodness right now. We focus on you, and all of these things will be added to us. We focus our hearts on you. We seek you first, God. Yes. We seek your perspective first. Yes. Thank you, God, for your peace yes. that transcends all human understanding. You promised that gift to us. So we wholeheartedly receive it right now. Yes. Yes, the word of God says, I would have despaired if I had not believed. I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. We are in the land of the living, and we are going to see the goodness of God. Jesus said, you are the light of the world, church. You are a city on a hill. It's time for us to be that. It's time for us to be a city on a hill. It's time for us to be a place that can be seen, a person that can be seen, that gives off light and gives off hope. Man, we have the Holy Spirit within us. We are dispensers of love and joy and peace and kindness and goodness. You have nothing to apologize for. You have the answer. So just be who you are. Father, I pray the church, the individual, the community of believers would just be who they are. They would just come out and step out and let the Holy Spirit flow through them. I just pray that we would be dispensers of love and joy and peace 
and kindness and goodness, Lord. Father, I know that you're not freaking out. You're not frenzied. You're not worried. You're not nervous. And you have not been caught off guard. And so I put my hope and my strength in you. And we pray together, Lord, that you would give us the courage and the boldness that we need to rise up and be who you've called us to be, to be the church, to be the called out ones, to be the sons and daughters of God, the kids of the King, Lord, that we would be different in this world. We would be the, the ones who bring reconciliation, Lord. We would be the ones that join people back. Imagine how people feel who don't know the Lord. Imagine the panic and the fear that they're going through because they have no anchor in their lives. But we have you, Lord. You are our anchor and our hope, Father. You are our anchor and our hope, and we will not despair. We will not despair, Father. We choose to put our hope and our trust in you, Lord, that you're going to take us by the hand and we're going to feel that and you're going to walk us through this, Lord, and we're going to come out the other side, not just the Christians, not just the church, this nation, this nation is going to come out the other side. This world is going to come out the other side. God loves the world. I think I heard it said, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. He loves the world, and He's going to bring us through this. He's going to bring us through this. Yeah, so uh, I just want to go after this, that peace thing. I, I feel like right now the nation's just in this place of just fear, and I just want to break that. So, Father, right now we just release your peace in each and every single person right now in Jesus' name, Father God. We just release your peace that surpasses understanding right now, Father God, that that fear goes now in Jesus' name. Father, your peace comes. It's even right now as we're praying that people feel a shift in their minds, yes. that they feel a shift in their body, that weight, that, that fear just falls off them right now in Jesus' name. Father, they would just rise up. They'd feel a change, and they go, I don't know what's going on, but that fear that was there that was gripping me, that was pulling me is gone. Yes. So right now, even the people that are saved and unsaved, I pray right now they just touch them, that that fear leaves them now in Jesus' name, and you come and you yes. place your peace over them, your love over them. They see a difference in what is going on. And so, Father, right now, yes. release your peace into the nations, Father. Just right now, yes. in Jesus' name, your peace in the nations, Father. Yes. Jesus said, I have given you authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. He said, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is a spirit, and you have authority over it. Fear is a spirit, and you have authority over it in the name of Jesus Christ. Just tell it to go. Just tell it to go. Don't accept that. Don't empower it by believing it. Tell it to go. I got sucked in the other day. I'll give you a little testimony. Friday, I went to supermarket and I had to order the food for this healing uh, meeting we had. And I'm telling you, as I'm standing there, I started to like hyperventilate in the spirit. I'm, I'm looking at people and they were frenzied. The store was full, eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what's going on here? I started to like, <sighs> I, was, I was getting, oh my goodness. I even called my wife. I said, yeah, should I be getting something? Should I like buy something? I don't know. She's, uh, no, no, we're okay. The next morning on Saturday morning, I had to actually go pick up the food that I ordered. I remember laying in bed going, oh, I have to go back there. And then it, I said, no, man, I don't have to give way to this thing. And I began to pray and I said, I am not, I am not going to be 
affected by this thing. I'm going to walk in this spirit. In fact, when I pulled up to the store, it was <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. The store was full again. And as I was walking in, there's a lady who passed me coming out. She said, you better brace yourself. And I said, no, I do not receive that. I went in. I got what we needed for the healing workshop, and it didn't affect me. Just be aware that it's a spirit, and it's going to try to glom onto you, and you can say no. You can say no. I'm not going to be party to that. God has given me the Holy Spirit. A greater, greater is he who lives in me. I know I'm preaching here, but greater is he who lives in me than this thing in the world. So Father, I pray for the church and I pray for the believers of New Hope, the community of believers here at New Hope, that we would rise up and we'd be strong, strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we would put these things to flight and our neighbors would know that this is that where we live is a peaceful place. Our homes are peaceful places. Our neighborhoods will be peaceful places because we live there. And we're gonna spread that everywhere. We're going to spread it everywhere around us. Yeah, something you said was actually really funny. Uh, you're talking about being infected by it. And I was kind of like laughing in a second. I was like, what if us as Christians were actually the ones that were affecting others? Yeah. In the sense of just our peace, our love, our, our understanding. Does it make sense to the world? And they're like, I don't understand, but that's infectious and I need it. Yeah. So I think it goes back to the point of just being just that light right now in this in this time of just this craziness that we can be on that firm foundation with Christ Jesus and we can be actually infectious to those around us in the sense of how Amen. much we're standing firm and yeah. how much we're in peace with him. Yeah. So I, I just, I just let us be infectious. Amen. Yeah, so uh, before we move over, I wanted to actually, uh, Mary posted on the, the feed um, about her sister has stage four cancer. And so we wanted to make sure that we don't forget that and don't pray for her. So. We just lift up your family right now. We lift up your sister right now in Jesus' name. And we say, cancer, go in Jesus' name. We speak to that brain cancer just to dissolve right now, just for her cells to be completely healed. And just for, just right now, a restoration in her body, Father God. And for a miracle to happen right now to her sister in Jesus' name. And let's just declare psalm 91 this is a great psalm for you to just open up and be reading through this week when you when you're looking for god's perspective just open up the psalms there's so much good in there but psalm 91 i'm just going to declare this over us as individuals i'm going to declare this over our church community over our region over the country over the world i just declare this god you are our refuge we trust in you and we're safe. He rescues us from hidden traps and he shields us from deadly hazards. His huge outstretched arms protect us and under them we are perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing, not wild wolves in the night, not flying arrows in the day, not disease that prowls through the darkness, not disaster that erupts at high noon. God, you are our refuge and we put our trust in you. We put our trust in you. We put our trust in you. We rest in your goodness. Yes. Yes. I'm reminded name. of one of the closing scenes of one of my favorite movies, uh, Apollo 13. 
uh, it was a scene in the command center where the, the, uh, one of the NASA officials was talking with another one of the engineers there and he said, this could be the greatest disaster in the history of NASA. And one of the command center captains turned and looked at him and said, I believe this could be our finest hour. Church, this could be our finest hour, if not one of them. If we choose to walk in the Spirit, if we choose to rely on the Holy Spirit of God and allow Him to live big inside of us, this could be one of our finest hours. Could be one of your finest hours. Let's rise up. Let's just rise up and be, be who we are. The world deserves us having an encounter with God. They need to know that there's people in this world that believe in a greater being and have staked their life upon it and see the goodness and the miracles and the signs and wonders. God wants a big family, and it's time. I think he wants to make the family big, and he's going to use this if he can. He's going to use this to make his family big. Reach out. Reach out with the good news. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Let's not be ashamed of the good news that we have inside of us. Containers of the Holy Spirit. Leak everywhere you go, man. Just let people know that God loves them and he can take them by the hand and take them through this. Thank you, Lord. Um, so I want to go after something too here. Uh, if you guys could just pray with us as well. Um, I've been hearing all those, those nasty rumors of, oh, this can be the next thing that comes around every single year. And I just want to come against that. And I just want to say that this thing dies today. Um, so I really just want to just attack this thing and just completely kill this thing off and stop the spread of it. Yeah. So right now we just come against this coronavirus in Jesus' name. We say die in Jesus' name. Yeah. Stop the spread. That right now is a turning point that the spread just completely stops. People are blown away by it. But right now we come against it and we say no yeah. in Jesus' name. Release your spirit to touch every single person that has come in contact with the coronavirus and you just take that virus and you just completely demolish it now in Jesus' name. Yeah. No matter where it is in the globe, no matter where it is being spread, that right now it dies yeah. in Jesus' name, that it comes in contact with the living God and right now dissolves in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. That is where it's at. God's given us that authority yes. to do that. It's big, but God can do it. So we thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's been wonderful to just be in community with you. Um, we're, we love this family. Please reach out. If you need help, email uh, the church. You can go on the website, get the email. Um, we would love to be able to support you. Uh, those of you who are looking to help, reach out to your neighbors, reach out to the people right around you. Um, contact us if you want to help further, um, and we'll be keeping a pulse on how things are going um, among this uh, church family. And uh, we love you all. Thanks for being a part. Thanks so much for listening to this week's message. Our prayer is that you've heard a now word for your own life and experience the life-changing presence of God.